Welcome to the Geeks of the North, a hobby and gaming podcast in the Dolph We're here to paint some miniatures and talk about the hobby, so why don't you sit back, relax, grab a paintbrush, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Geeks of the North, your hobby and gaming podcast in the Dolph As always, I am your host, Paul Filio, here this week with the uh, beautiful Antoine Bergeron. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello, Antoine. Hello. And a uh, special guest host, uh, B. Steve. Hey. I was going to make a comment about Steve being very special at times. <laughs> you, you could. I mean, at least you'd, well, I you could. You didn't I could. say I was sweaty or something like that because I'm the only one with no AC in the group. So that's not too bad. Yeah. You know, as a uh, plus size human being, I, I tend not to comment on other people being sweaty and or. Uh, yeah, that's that whole thing about people in glass houses. Yeah, <laughs> glass houses are terrible. The sun goes through so easily. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not efficient at all for uh, eating consumption. <laughs> well, it's very efficient for heating in the summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a strange segue, and uh, <laughs> we're going to stop that right now. Okay. So, uh, how's everyone doing? Very good. It's been a long time, Steve. I mean, since you've been on this show. Yeah. We, of course, do our uh, Guilds of the North show, where we attempt to have meaningful content and usually fail. Well, we have content. That's a start. No, I said meaningful content. Yeah, but that's what I said. We have content, at least. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, we do more than just breathe into the microphones. <laughs> I suppose that is true. Well, sometimes uh, we're on long hiatus because Team Forge doesn't give us content, but these days we have well, add some stuff. So Let's face it, uh, Guild Ball is not their moneymaker. They have Kickstarters to run. I know. It's like... Uh, uh, but I'm not bitter. I'm not, I'm not trying to say I'm bitter. Yet. It's not just Kickstarter. They are releasing a full board game uh, straight in release this, uh, this week at Gen Con, aren't they? I thought it's oh, they was announced it. it. The trial is there. I don't think it's being released at Gen Con, is it? Uh, I don't think they have a that's demo. That's what I thought it was. They had a demo at uh, some uh, UK Comic Con last weekend, but I thought it was a Kickstarter. Oh, okay. I might be wrong. I'm not, I not, thought sh- it I'm not sure. Well, release. They, they didn't mention anything about Kickstarter. Okay. To be honest, when I looked at it on their website, I just took Steve's word for it that it was Kickstarter. That that could have been my first mistake. What listening to me? Yes, but usually that's their uh, that's their model. Like they preview a game and well, like they did for Devil May Cry, and they do a Kickstarter and. Oh, you know what? Actually, forgotten about that one. What was the one they did before Devil May Cry? Um, it was based off like a, a another game. Yeah, like a space one. I was going to say Event Horizon, but that's not Event Horizon, <laughs> but it's something Horizon. With Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, exactly. With kind of... Well, the miniature look really cool. Like, giant dog robot thingy. I don't think miniatures not looking cool has ever really been a problem with most uh, miniature companies. You were right about the... Uh, I-, I thought it was Jinkan, but no. There will be information available later in the year, and the game is available to test at Jinkan. But it's not releasing at Gen Con. See? But there's no mention of Kickstarter, like Paul oh, said. Okay. But they say 
no information immediately release yet. You'll get more information later in the year. So it doesn't say no Kickstarter either. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I mean, listen, if it keeps working for them, why wouldn't they keep doing it, right? Yeah. Kickstarter, the, the biggest pre-release system for game, board game. The reason it might not go to Kickstarter is the preview uh, pictures we've seen, they were miniature for the player characters, but not for enemies. So it means a lot less plastic. Hmm. But I have no clue what that like universe is or something like that. It's, I think it's based off a... Uh, it's based off a PS4 game. Yeah, Studio Ghibli like, thing, I think. The uh, Studio Ghibli is uh, do the uh, art artwork oh, for it. Okay. The the, the uh, art design. The I think the company that does it is level five. That does the game at least. Not to be confused with Privateer Press level seven. Yeah. <laughs> or the game show Are You Smarter Than a Level Five? Sorry. Isn't it the fifth grade? Yeah, that's what I was gonna yes, say. Yes. But but my version was, you know, yeah, it was funny-ish. It, it works, too. It, sure. It was something. Sure. <laughs> I said funny, but let, let's be honest. That, that wasn't really Funny-ish. Funny. <laughs> Funny-esque? Something like that. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say that uh, I'm working on a uh, Steamforged uh, Guild Ball model, uh, Knuckles, one of the uh, new Free City Draft models. He's uh, fairly okay. That we got for free. <laughs> yes, we got him as a review model. Um, and I can tell you, Steamforge has integrity. Why can I tell you that? Because my model was definitely not cherry-picked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and that's important. You know, all serious, I, I think that's important. I'd much rather get a a review piece that is... Uh, that reflects what the average consumer can get than a cherry-picked review model. I used to do um, reviews in my in my main job for for computer hardware. I used to do some uh, testing for Intel and Nvidia and a couple other companies. And often, what I would get was not representative of what the consumer was going to get at all. Or I'd get weird prototype hardware that would never come to market. And I'd, I'd write these giant reports and reviews on stuff, and then, you know, they were all useless. So I, I'd, as someone who's done reviews before, I'd, I'd rather get real product to review. And um, the, the model is not perfect, but it's far from the worst model I've ever worked on. Um, and the, uh, the giant seams that uh, are mostly covered up now, and the detail that I painted back in, uh, looks just fine. He's painting up quite quickly. Um, I started him just before we started recording, and uh, at this rate, he'll probably be done before we're done recording. So, wow, that's fast. Uh, that's speed painting for you. And odds, it he's gonna look better than mine. That I took more time to do, but it's okay. Well, I, I can show you where I'm at. I mean, I sent a picture just before yeah, I started, yeah. right? Well, we'll check out after the show. It's okay. Don't don't stop your. Uh, well, it's like progress. This is great radio, right? Yeah, well, hey, <laughs> we're all about quality radio. Um, you guys uh, don't listen to a lot of War Machine podcasts, right? 
or any. Uh, <laughs> any is so there, there's one. Any is the correct answer. <laughs> he looks good. Yeah, there, yeah, he's come on. There's one called the Chain Attack, uh, which has been going for a long time, and it's uh, Jay Larson's podcast. Jay is uh, a big community member for War Machine. He is owner of um, probably the best, uh, the biggest gaming retailer in the states now, and um, discount games. And on his podcast, Chain Attack, uh, they have a section called Dank Dune Means Memes, because they're all f- fans of the Dune series. But what they do is they take a visual meme and they talk about it in an audio format and describe it. So try to like describe the picture and the joke and why it's funny. <laughs> it is the strangest segment on radio I have ever heard. And this past week, they were doing one that was... The meme was it was Dune being described in emoji. Well, so that's not too bad. They read, no, no, but they they read the emojis, like the, like a list, like a laundry list of emojis. <laughs> so not only was it a meme, it was a like emoji meme that they described in audio format while they were laughing nonstop. Because of course they they are big fans of Dune and they kind of got the joke, and uh, you know. It was it was odd. So yeah, while our audio, uh, you know, our painting by audio uh, is strange, it is it's not the worst thing I've heard. Is what I was getting at. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I mean, all I have to say, Knuckles coming along fine. Uh, my model did have a few flaws, but we'll save that for the the guilds episode. Exactly. Or perhaps I'll talk about it next week when we have Bryce on the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> that won't be awkward at all. Oh, no, no, no. He has he has nothing to do with production, but that's that's okay. Just paint him in the corner. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. That's the kind of hard hitting radio show we have. <laughs> Go make Antoine proud. <laughs> Cut like a knife. What are you working on, Antoine? I just finished uh, cleaning and assembling Corbelli from uh, Guildball, also, and I went back to painting. The uh, 35 millimeter lawgiver. Uh, that model you're working on the weekend, eh? Yep. That was the weekend, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was this weekend. Um, so, modeled by uh, Chronicle, uh, well, Boy Toys. Boyd Toy is the company name, and it's from the line Chronicles of the Wayfarer. They are coming to Kickstarter soon for their uh, 35 millimeter line. I think they're launching like in the next few weeks. That's very cool. That model is gorgeous. It was a, a right time to finish it. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can uh, send them pictures and they'll use it as a part of their Kickstarter uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, you are a super good painter. It's uh, Unlike me, you do not spend just an hour painting your models. Not that <laughs> model. This model is so detailed. <laughs> it's going to take more than an hour. And... It's the same line that you did the, uh, 15 millimeter yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I painted the, the lawgiver, uh, a couple of months ago, something like that, maybe earlier this year. The, yep. I have the model in three different scale. I have, the, yeah, you have bust as well. Yeah. I have a bust of it. Uh, that's going to be later. But yeah, uh, I want to do all three with the same, probably not the exact same. Uh, scheme, but similar. And, uh, 
I decided to do it NMM like I did the 15 mil. And this is, uh, this is a challenge. <laughs> That's how you get better, Antoine. Yeah. It's not, uh, an anime model. It's not a cartoony model. So I'm trying to do something more realistic. And I have not done a lot of trying to be realistic NMM. It's always cartoony on my Friday night stuff or on the chibis. Or even on uh, Pulp City. I, I did it all in a moment, but uh, super far from realist. And uh, this is a lot harder. I will uh, have a lot of back and forth to do. <laughs> I'm sure it'll look fantastic when you're done. Because that's the type of guy you are. Super downplay in the conversation, and then overachieve in the end result and make us all look bad. I call that Antoine style. <laughs> I don't, I have not said that I won't be able to do something, but, uh, it's not a style that I, uh, I've done much and it's going to be work, but I'll do that work. That's fine. I don't know why, but the Pokemon theme just popped <laughs> in my head. What? Why? Because <laughs> Antoine wants to be the very best like no one ever was. Uh, no, no, uh, nowhere near that. <laughs> there are, really good painters out there and I'm not looking forward to putting enough time to be close to any of them. Yeah, there's good painters and there's Yom. <laughs> um, by the way, I hate to say it, he painted a Storm Raptor for, for someone on commission. I saw some pictures of it today. Mm -hmm. It was it was so beautiful that I vomited a little bit. So uh, I encourage other people to go check that out because uh, it was excellent. As much as I hate to say it. That's okay. I'll make fun of him for his next project. That's all. Well, it's pretty nice. I saw the picture as well on Twitter today. Um, mm -hmm. It's really awesome. Yeah, you, you probably saw it on Twitter, on 15 Facebook groups, in our private chat. Um, you didn't put it Facebook on the chat. No, you didn't. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm, come on. Because I'm, I'm <laughs> he may actually listen to this at some point. Well, it's okay. It's going to be in a couple of months, so it's fine. Yeah. He's going to uh, forget about the miniature by then because he's going to have done like five or six more bigger and better models by that time. Yeah, we got to get him on the show again because last week we were at the gaming store and someone was like asking him why he's not in the show anymore. And he was like, I, I don't know. And then he mentioned it to me and I'm like, oh yeah, it's really, you haven't been on in a while. We should probably have you on because, you know, despite my uh, efforts, uh, I don't really hate him. <laughs> well, I don't. No, I just like this. Despite my effort, I don't hate him. It's like you're trying well, to hate him. Yeah, but he's a hard guy to hate. You know, mm -hmm. he's got. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna, he's got adorable children, <laughs> and I like children. So, uh, and uh, he's um, he doesn't smell bad. So yeah, yeah. Why would I hate him? <laughs> Man, this is quality radio right here. You have. Strange but highly specific uh, ways to decide if you like people. <laughs> yeah, I'm a gamer. <laughs> Everything I do is strange and highly specific. Yeah, I think you could stop at geek and not just gamer, but yeah. I do agree. Well, okay. I, I have to say they're kind of synonymous in my head. Mm -hmm. As wrong as that may be. Uh, just... You are wrong. It's not the same. Don't ever talk like that again, because it was really kind of oddly robotic. And I had a, a robocall from a uh, AI today that was really disturbing. Because at first I thought it was a person, and until I realized how it was answering. 
I realized, oh no, this is actually a uh, a robocall from some sort of evil AI from the future. Did you want to cruise? No, it was uh, it was HP uh, trying to see if I needed help with my digital, uh, my, digital my uh, networking and purchases for my IT infrastructure. And it was going to transfer me to a a real person, I presume, because it was looking for an account manager for me. Until I finally managed to convince the AI that uh, that I did not need their services, but it took a lot of effort. It was very persistent, like a uh, real telemarketer would be. So, uh, EHP, I guess. Yeah, and it's good because they cannot be uh, the the AI probably won't be sad that he couldn't get to you, or he'll just uh, soldier on and continue. And not yeah, get, and uh, did you try to insult the AI once you figure out it was an AI? No, 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 because because I'll be honest. For the longest time, I I was was not sure. It was so good, and it was what tipped me off in the end was the way it emphasized certain parts of the conversation, like the the way it phrased things was perfect, and the the speed at which it answered um, was really really good. But then it would kind of say. Something, and it would seem to be overly excited about what it had said. It was like every sentence finished with an exclamation point, and I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized it wasn't a person. And then I was horrified that it took me, you know, five minutes of conversation to realize it wasn't a person. And that's pretty much when I realized humanity was screwed. <laughs> Steve, what are you working on? Uh, right now, I'm working on my uh, Guild Ball miniature as well. I'm uh, working on Gaffer, and I've finished uh, Morn as well, the uh, captain for the mortician that I had started but never finished. But actually, I don't know what's going on with me, but I'm painting like crazy. Well, you've been on vacation, right? Yeah, but I like even usually on vacation, I don't don't paint that much but now i guess i have a itch to paint and like i was telling you guys it's really weird because i'm painting for fun instead of painting for a deadline for tournaments which i usually do so well, no, you finish morn so you're painting for fun yeah exactly <laughs> you know you're painting for fun when you're painting a really bad model that you're never going to play so is she really that bad? Oh, yes, she is. I don't... Is that the general consensus? Well, that's my general consensus. Consensus. Well, uh, conclusion. <laughs> After, what, eight, ten games with her, I tried her against several different kind of lineup, and she sucks. Hmm. She's nice, though. I like the models. She's really cute. Small, tiny girl holding the candle. Seeing that and knowing that Paul is... Maybe thinking about doing his mortician. Oh, I know he's, he's going to play her. just pushing Paul to play her more. <laughs> oh, I know. I know he's going to do it. I I mean, maybe with Gaffer, there's some synergy to get, like plus four attack on a uh, on somebody. But uh, even though, I don't think she's working. Now, the real question is not do I play with her, it's can I win with her? Uh, I tried. Because can, can I be lucky enough to do like I did with Angel and, and win consistently with her despite everyone's uh, poo-pooing on the model? <laughs> That's the real trick. I don't know if he's wearing a sandal on his foot or what the hell's going on here. He's got some sort of strange shoe thing going on. My uh, my knuckles. Well, is it something part of the ankle on his feet from the picture that I saw? Like on the left feet, I guess, from the picture? Or right? 
it's the right foot. His shoe's got like no toe for one, like the toe is sticking out. Okay. But then I think it might be a sandal, but it's so hard to tell. So I'm just painting it all like a shoe and we'll see where it goes from there. <laughs> but then yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm doing it waffle style. I'm working all over the model and adding color. I'm building. I'll, I'll tone it back down afterwards. And so, yeah, I painted a lot of my miners and they're uh, halfway done, I guess. Yeah. I've, uh, I've one model finishing uh, that I need to do some finishing on the base and the captain left and two big base model and they're going to be done. So pretty happy with the result as well. I like them. Kind of took a bit more time on each model because I add time. So that's the thing, right? You, you, when you're always painting for tournaments, well, you, you, you rush never, stuff. I mean, and you never really get to enjoy the painting, right? No. So it's not surprising you you may find yourself actually enjoying it now that there's no stress. It's not that much of a surprise, right? Because it's not like you're you're terrible at painting or anything. You're you're a pretty decent painter. Yeah. Okay. Your models look nice. You get all kinds of compliments. People like your stuff. Well, it's because I have a an eye for color because I'm. I mean, I did uh, arts in CIGEP and then graphic design as well. So I kind of have lots of classes about color theory and stuff like that. So I really what you're one? No, no, I was say you're one up on me. So that's that's why I always try to like do some muted color and then with a really high contrast color to make the model pop more on the table. And that that's why I get. Uh, good comments on most of my uh, armies. Even when I was playing fantasy, it was the same thing with my armies. Like, always try to have a bright color to catch the eye and bring people to uh, to the table to try to get more more votes for best painting. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. My question is: Do you have a mind Photoshop like Yom, or you had to build your skill? It didn't come to you naturally. <laughs> I, I I don't. Use mind Photoshop for layers or no? Okay, actual Photoshop for painting. I don't remember how that came up. The the mind Photoshop (laughs) thing. There was some weird thing about how we visualize his color, wasn't it? Uh, It was a a topic about uh, uh, how we get our color scheme or something like that. So it it made sense when he said it. It just he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, but like uh, my miners, I didn't. I had no clue on how I wanted to paint them. The only thing I knew when I started is I wanted, like, all the metals, I wanted them yellow with uh, hazard stripe on them. and Black hazard stripe. And that's it. That's the only thing I knew I wanted. And then I look at all the colors, and I had some colors that I never use or rarely use, and I said, yeah, I'll go with those, and result is okay, I guess, so. I, I keep trying to do that, going for colors I never paint, and strangely, everything comes up purple or pink in the end. <laughs> well, it's the uh, first time I have something yellow and green, so... It doesn't work that much for me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need Photoshop for real, or like a qu- no, color no, website. Just, like When I did the Zoltar for my Primitive Mystery, mm-hmm. I tried to do it like the movie poster, well, well the the one in the in big was... And it just didn't look right, so it, I ended up repainting him purple and pink. 
Yeah. I have to say it looks gorgeous. Yeah, I need to see him in person. <laughs> looks really great on the picture. We, we so. barely see Zoldar through the box, so <laughs> I don't think his color would have mattered. I could have left in blue and red, and it would have been good. Uh, but you wouldn't have been happy with it, and that would have mattered. Yep, for sure. So, Steve, you've done a bunch of Guild Ball. Paul, yeah. what have you done? Um, Let's see, painting this week. I did a bunch of Pulp City. Uh, I went away on vacation, so I lost a bunch of days. But before that, I did, uh, well, I did Repost, I did Solar, I did, um, what's his name, Wildman. I did a little bit of work on Little Red Riding Hoodoo. And I did some bases for it. Were you already done with Rosie, or you finished her? Oh, I think I may have finished her. She was she was over a couple of weeks, like on and off, because the model didn't interest me all that much. So I didn't finish her quickly. She's not like uh, this dude who's going to be done uh, probably the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> so and she's a not a bad model, but not a good model not, as well. <laughs> well, she's just not that exciting to to paint. That's all. It's it's really not a matter of oh you know uh, there's something wrong with her like the sculpt is fine it's got a bit of a an ugly face but you know, a lot of a lot of unfortunately a lot of female uh, sculpts I find have kind of oddly square jawed manish faces manish faces mm-hmm. they don't all have to be supermodels or anything that's not what I'm saying uh, it it's just is what it is right. I don't want to get people offended. Paul's a sexist pig. <laughs> All his female models have to be hot. No, that's not it. But they should look like females. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only requirement, I guess. Well, <laughs> you know, what, what I've noticed over the years is that men have no problem sculpting giant boobs <laughs> or, or and very curvy butts. Um, but ask them to sculpt a woman's face, they're like, Ugh. I know she has two eyes and a nose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't quite get it. I guess, and, and actually, in general, I assume faces are the toughest part to sculpt. Well, I know that they convey a lot. They convey emotion and expression, right? Yeah, that's the part I dislike when I was drawing his face. I never got them. Like, well, I can't, I can't, I can't draw a stick figure to save my life. So, I am certainly no expert on drawing. I ain't no expert on painting either, for that matter. But. Yeah, definitely. I think those are the the hardest parts of a model to uh, to achieve. Really. Um I was going for a super tanned fisherman dude, and I don't think he's going to be that tanned in the end because this doesn't show up well. A bit like my Arinorex model, I wing. I wanted super tan. And looks like a Greek that passed too much time inside. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah, kind of like that, except, you know, uh, more hastily done, not as smooth, and uh, not as good. But yeah, totally like that. Um, so like that, but not like that? Well, exactly. It's uh, kind of like if Yom painted it, but uh, 18 years ago or something. That's my goal. Paint like Yom when he was a child. 18 years ago, he wasn't a child. <laughs> That's true. We, 
We're all old. I am more old. Steve is even older than me, I think, so. Yeah. By like a month or something. No, you're older? I'm uh, I'm October. I... You're June. Oh. So you're 43 still? Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm older. Never mind. There goes there goes all my hopes and dreams. <laughs> hey, did we have a topic? To- oh, wait, we're supposed to talk about games. Do we play any games? I, oh, I, I played what, what, other what? stuff, dude. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, yeah, yeah. I, I'm jumping all over the place. I uh, Steve. He's upset our <laughs> delicate rhythm. Exactly. So I turned the episode of Guilds of the North to Rambling of the North, and it's on my no, phone. No, we, we have Ramble enough already. That's, you, we don't need the, uh, you just to be able to re- <laughs> ramble. That's not a requirement to have a guess. <laughs> we're, able to, we're able to derail by ourselves, no problem. Oh, I'm, I'm, really, I'm the best at rambling. <laughs> I'm uh I've got verbal diarrhea, so it, it works well. <laughs> You're the old man, that's why. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, so I did a bunch of uh, room cleaning because I'm starting uh terrain challenge uh at the end of this week, so I wanted to have space to work on terrain. Uh I normally I, I keep uh, maybe a square foot area clean to be able to paint, and the rest of the room is just chaos. So now the room is chaos, but at least my work table is almost clear. So I'll have some space to work on it. Uh, and uh, the rest, I did uh, a day challenge uh, last week. I painted a 50-point Doctrine Force for Relic Knight to have something new to play than my uh, Paladins. <laughs> uh, offer a change of uh, opponents to uh, change of Opposing faction for my uh, regular opponent, Daniel. <laughs> so, I'm really happy with how they came out. The, it shows which some two or three of the models I've uh, put a bit more time on, and it really shows. And also, it's not a great faction for what I've done. Something like uh, the Paladins would have worked better for that, or what's the name of your spell? Black, Black diamond. diamond. The Black Diamond, yeah. Something more armor and that a single main color shows up more on the model will work better. Like, I I did Zenithal Priming, uh, a kind of a candy coat, but uh, uh, just by airbrushing a diluted color of my yellow over that. A heavy wash over everything, and that was my base. And after that, I started picking details left and right just to get something that pops, like so, it came out well, and I did some glazing just to differentiate color. Like, on my librarian, I glazed the pants a different shade of brown, just so that it shows uh, some demarcation, some contrast between the sections. And it worked well. I did put the white on their eye, but forgot to add the the irises. <laughs> so <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah, yeah the creepy... It it gives them a creepy, weird look. <laughs> the ghost faction. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, it does. Somebody said that they were just too full of uh, Esper energy. <laughs> That's why they were uh, white <laughs> of the eyes. But then I, I would need to do some glow effect for that to really work out. Yeah. <laughs> so. it's, it's the the Dune faction. They're too full of spice. Yeah, right now the, it's a bit strange. I'll need to go over them. But for something I did in a day, and it was a, a day I was working, so it was... <laughs> Wow. Just a bit of like uh, the fast color during the morning before I started working. Sometime during 
lunch. And after that, I think we, we just had a, a chat, a hobby session uh, in the evening. So there's probably four hours total on the model, on the full squad. And that even include the bases. I did the uh, same bases I did for my mace and the, the 2D uh, snow slabs, which are super fast to paint and do give uh, a finished effect. I'm quite happy with the result. Well, you should be, because they look yeah. really good. But uh, when you look at them a, a bit closer, it shows that there's stuff that's not done. <laughs> but for the table, uh, and to be able to get that out in a single day, uh, that was a, yeah. a, an achievement for me, when I usually paint a lot faster, uh, slower uh, than that. It was quite impressive. Yeah, I thought uh, you outdid yourself. So that's about it. Games? Have you played games? I'm trying to remember. Since we recorded last... Did we record the week I went away on vacation? No, we, we skipped a week. We skipped last week, huh? Yep. Um, I was away, so no, I'm going to say I didn't play any games. Uh, the week before that, uh, I mean, you and I played some... I think The Pulp City was in the last episode, wasn't it? Yeah, we we talked about it already. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I've been uh, I've been slacking. Sorry, Steve. Uh, Gilball as usual. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of Gilball, <laughs> full of Gilball games. I uh, played uh, two games with uh, somebody who's tried to coming back to the game, maybe. So we'll see how. It oh, goes. Uh, Philippe Philippe Yeah. Mister War Machine. Yeah. And that's it. But it was more Gilball and Gilball and oh yeah, Gilball. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> uh, wrong with that. Nope. I, I should paint or take out my Renarex to add some diversity a bit. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're going to try enjoying painting. Yeah, exactly. They're uh, they can be pretty good figures to paint. I won't say they're perfect. I had my fair share of problems with them, but I but I enjoyed them more or less. But the the problems were mostly in the assembly and cleaning than in the paint. Yeah, well, that's usually the case, right? The weapon looks so flimsy, though. Oh, yep. yes. You are not wrong about that. Okay. That or the old uh, Metal Dismate, which is worse. <laughs> uh, Arena Rex. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, my models, uh, anyway. I've, I've painted the old Metal Dismate. Mm-hmm. Um... And I painted Riposte from, uh, yeah, Pulp City. That that's. that's, oh, that's true. Ever... I have Baboom also. That I need to strengthen his gun every time I touch him. Oh yeah, for the uh, the sniper rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on my side, I played uh, Relic Knight. Uh, that's why I was painting it. So I had a couple of games with my new Doctrine. Uh, I found out that what's her name. I'm drawing a blank. Delphine. Delphine is the one of their questing knight. She has a giant wolf uh, cipher. But she is a bit squishy. And if your opponent has a Novor charge action, that's an, uh, uh, an attack action that doesn't let you have a defensive action. Uh, she dies fast because she has zero armor. So... She can Zero stop. Zero is a low number. Yeah, she can stop attacks, but she needs to be able to do her defensive action. And 
we flipped the scenario at random. It was an assassination, uh, assassinate the leader scenario. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. And we didn't read the, the full scenario exactly right. We were thinking it was just extra points, but no, it was the, the main, uh, the main goal. So this was our first game was my fastest game of Riddick Knights ever. <laughs> We went over our activation token once, and during the second round of activation, Daniel uh, killed Delphine and ended the game there. So, <laughs> wow! Yeah, I activated three models, and then the game was done. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds legit. Yeah, it was brutal. Uh, we did a, a second smaller game after that, and uh, it was a lot more. Uh, but more close. What do they call him in the Guild Ball group now? Daniel the Butcher? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Bus killer. <laughs> He's getting to uh, that level in uh, Relic Knights too. I'll have to go back to my uh, Paladins to have a chance. <laughs> uh, I'm just not uh, aware enough yet of the interaction in the uh, Doctrine, and I probably don't have enough of the good models that work together yet. No synergies, so uh, I think uh, they are a bit harder to play than the Paladins. <laughs> well, that could very well be. Yeah, The Paladins are, I think, also super easy to play. They do damage and they tank, so you stay there. You, can guard, seems, you can guard the objective. That seems pretty straightforward. Right. Yeah, straightforward and easy. No... no giant complicated synergies chain to prepare or stuff like that so I think it helps and that's why I had so such an easy time uh, with them so I'll keep playing the doctrine and uh, work on those skills and also try painting some more <laughs> some more models because <laughs> I went for the smallest number the lowest number of models I could building my list so well, I have to have well, painted yeah. in one day that's why yeah, yeah, so I didn't pick any units. I had, I had one specific unit, and they are unique. So they are a special unit of three. I didn't have to paint like six or seven of the lowly initiates that were two points for six or something stupid like that. So Yeah, they're like my my ninjas, right, for yeah. my faction? Yeah. Character so, unit? I'll go back to them later, <laughs> to the other guys, and do uh, pick out the details to eventually. But yeah, so I, that game is so fun and it's fast. Like I really love Pulp City, but at a higher points, it takes oh yeah, a long time. <laughs> but or, it, it ceases to be fast. Our last game was long, but Relic Knights it goes well, faster. I feel that Relic Knight is your summer game because last time you played was last summer with Daniel as well. Well, Relic Knight is my Daniel game, and I play with Daniel during the Christmas break, during the spring break, and during the summer, because that's the only time we have a, a schedule that works together. Mm, that's why. <laughs> so, yeah, we play more during the summer because the summer is longer, but usually we'll be able to get a game or two during winter and a game or two during <laughs> the spring break. And no, that's it. The summer is not longer. The summer is magic. Do you want me to start singing or it's okay? 
Why do you sing everything? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You're so <laughs> And I'm not even... You are so strange. And I'm not good at singing at all. It's just I have those... Oh, all I, those, I know. I have songs that <laughs> pop for <laughs> I no comment. Wow. Uh, well, I've heard like he's not lying. He's pretty terrible. Yeah, he's as bad as I am, and that's saying something. I sing all the time, but only in French. So I think that saves us on the podcast. Well, I I sing all the time too, and my kids hate it now. Uh, Actually, no, it's not true. My kids like it at bedtime, but I have a habit where I set everything to song. So I'll randomly make up songs. Yep. Like yep. set to other music, you know, filling in lyrics about like you know how my kids aren't eating their snack or mm-hmm. you know the size of my daughter's poop or something, <laughs> and it um it uh, kind of bothers them. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. only imagine what it's gonna be like when they're teenagers and I'm doing it in front of their friends. But uh, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> or they'll start doing it too. Theodore has started seeing changing lyrics all the time, like I do. So. That might be what happened because my father was doing that too. So, well, Perry comes from there. My um, my wife's a singer, right? Like she loves songs, and my daughter's the same way. So I think somehow, like deep down, it offends them that I do that. I just yeah. mangle <laughs> songs. Um, and so knowing I, you, I doubt- you do, you're still doing it because you like annoying people. I. I resent that, Steve. I do not like annoying people. But poor, not annoy. Wait, are we counting you? Not annoy people. <laughs> I mean, provoke or tease people. This might be the. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm definitely a person who likes to tease people. There's. There's uh, no no way that I can deny that. They keep straight face. So. Yep, you are right on that one. But yeah, I doubt, I doubt I'm going to stop anytime soon. <laughs> oh, you should hey, stop we, we, anyway. We had a topic, because eh? we're 46 minutes in, and I don't think we've said anything of consequence. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should change gears. Oh, we had the segue. Oh, we did? Well, Relic Knight is Antoine's summer game. And the topic was, <laughs> oh. is summer affecting your gaming? Ta-da! Oh, yeah. Well, and the I answer that is, segue. yes, it is. <laughs> in my case. And that's the show. Uh, everyone, I'll uh, see you next week. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks for, for listening, and this has been yeah. Geeks of the North. <laughs> Yeah, summer. Um, I think summer definitely affects my gaming. It did- usually, usually it affects it for the better. I, you know, one of the big problems in winter here is winter. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's true. Like, freaking snow everywhere, and it's impossible to get anywhere. Well, it's mostly because uh, after a snowstorm, it's hard to move because. Uh, some well, parking, parking is no one, a mess. No one clears parking ever, yeah. and uh, yeah, some street take weeks—not weeks, but days—to be clean, and there's no parking in the street as well, or stuff like that. So. Yeah, and Th- and our gaming store has a parking town. lot the size of my backyard, and that's not saying much. Yeah, right. So when there's snowfall and there's snow piled in the parking lot, well, you ain't parking there. And if you're not parking there, you're not going to the store. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because there's really nothing nearby to park at. I don't think. Maybe there is, and I just don't know. No, it's the streets. No, it's worse at the streets. Yeah. Because there's vignette and everything. You don't want to go in the street. Yep. Uh, Yeah, vignette meaning that uh, you have to have a parking permit to park on the streets. Yep. 
because our, our Anglo listeners yeah. um, won't know what a vignette is. And I didn't know the English, so that's why I use the French. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not blaming you for using the French. It's okay. I uh, I fully embrace the language of my forefathers, <laughs> or something. So yeah, some well, summer affects gaming a bit, but I think it mostly affects tournament because it's harder to gather people uh, for events. Because people eh? are vacation out of town and but more outside activities too. Yeah, exactly. Like if you have a pool, you would be rather you rather be at the pool with a drink and relaxed than going in downstairs in the basement of a gaming store and play with toy soldier. So, mm. well, it depends, but sure, sure, we'll go, we'll go with that. <laughs> Some people. average people, I, a- average people. Uh, everyone's gonna have priorities. I um I wish I had more gaming opportunity. So summer's tough, you know. Kids, right? Kids make summers tough for for going gaming because kids have uh, other things they want to do. Uh, yeah, soccer, and baseball, dance class. Uh, yeah, that colors whatever. all of our opinions. We're all fighters with multiple kids. Uh. Yeah, so uh, gamers uh, <laughs> learn from us. What's the word? Don't have kids. (laughs) I would never say that because someday my children might hear that and then, you know, they could think I, you know, I I regret having them. We'll start setting a fund for therapy, Paul. (laughs) I don't uh, regret having my children. My miniatures regret me having my children. (laughs) My miniatures are left alone for extended periods. Um,. (laughs) I hear them gently sobbing at night sometimes. Mm. In, the, in the ditto. <laughs> Losing track of them in their display cases. Yeah, that was funny. Like, I haven't seen that army in months. I don't know where it is. Oh, it's in the display case. I, I never put stuff in my display case. That's why you couldn't find it. Yeah, well, that's just it, right? Like, what the heck's that doing there? Yeah, it's a cleaning cunning room. If you clean, you won't be able to find stuff anymore. Because mm-hmm. you know where it is in your organized chaos. Yeah, yeah, organized chaos is the best way to organize stuff. And I know what I'm talking about. No, not you. <laughs> I'm the king yeah. of organized chaos. I, I, uh, I'm gonna go back to that whole, uh, don't throw stones. Cause, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, my basement where I'm painting right now is also, uh, organized chaos. So, yeah, but I think in general, it's, you know, g- gaming in summer is tough. Stores struggle to get stuff rolling. Um, people just have other priorities, and uh, they're wrong. <laughs> um, that's all. But uh, also, like, lots of time, uh, company are slower on release as well, on new release during summertime. Well, they give their employees vacations too, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's also a mistake on their part, I think. They shouldn't they, do that, right? Well... I think they just don't consider how it's affecting me. <laughs> and um, and really, I, I resent that. Yeah, they should consider the gamer before giving vacation well, ex- to their employee. Exactly. If their employees were real gamers, they wouldn't want vacation. They'd be busy gaming. Exactly. Well, that might be why they have vacation. They go game and not sell you models. Well, I don't like it. Just leave it there. <laughs> 
But I mean, look at uh, yeah, we, and we have a, a good community for some games. Look at the little um, Guild Ball community we have now, right? It's going strong. Yeah. Uh, there's people there at gaming night. Everyone's happy. Uh, Steve tries to run an event. No one can go. People have to practice for their 100-kilometer uh, bike ride or whatever. Away with their girlfriends, stuff with their kids. Yep. Yep. Even me, I can't go. I, I wasn't going to go, and then I thought about going because I saw everyone canceling, and I was like, oh, Steve needs people to go. But then I remembered that uh, you know we have guests coming over on Saturday that, uh, that had been trying to schedule visiting us for weeks, and if I leave Christy... Um, she will probably uh, leave you. Leave me, yeah. But they're your <laughs> her friends or your friends? They're her friends. There you go. I'll see you Saturday. <laughs> well, yeah, no. <laughs> You're not dodging that bullet. Well, n no, I would not be able to dodge that bullet. When I get home, um, there would be the, hell to pay. The bullet would hit you harder. <laughs> yeah. It's not the bullet. It's the time bomb. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Steve, you your daughter your daughters are older too, so I think it makes it easier for you to plan other stuff. Yeah, I can almost leave them alone without them fighting too much. Mm-hmm. So it's starting to be easier on schedule. And they don't require management as much, I think, because they can do stuff by themselves when you're there. I well, remember they, last they, year I went to game with you during the day. Yeah, but they still need like feeding and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You, as you soon need as to be there, but you can do their <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like they're a pet cat. No, but, Steve needs to feed the kids. No, but as soon as like they they're entertained themselves, they can play with each other. But like as soon as the serotonin start to drop, like you need to keep them having food and get that level up because if you get too low then you're you're screwed because they're not, they're going to start fighting about uh, anything and then that's when you lose control and mm -hmm. that impairs gaming time yeah but at least they can manage to do stuff yeah, like yeah exactly like, i i couldn't see myself playing a game with uh, my 4 year old being in the uh, same room yeah and they, i i wouldn't have a choice to, to deal with her yeah, they will check and stuff like that as well. So, but they're older. Yeah, we can test that theory Thursday night, Steve, when uh, we try to game with my five-year-old in the room. See how it goes. I just need to bring the right color of dice, and we'll be fine. <laughs> it's blue <laughs> dice, right? Uh, usually, yeah, blue is her favorite color. But you have to be willing to part with them, Steve. That's the issue because she she robs my friends. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, she's pretty hilarious for that. I don't quite uh, understand where her obsession with dice came from. <laughs> Well, you always be playing, and she saw us playing and stuff like that. So that's that's where it comes from. Well, we've joked about me playing more with Daniel during the summer, but summer is also, I think, for me, the artist period to plan stuff because we we do a lot more family activities during the evening and during the weekend, going out to uh, cousins for to do. Uh, to go uh, at the pool or stuff like that. So that makes sense, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But it also makes and with the the vacation during my vacations, uh, I usually don't game at all. So that's a two or three weeks where I won't have any gaming because we're gone. 
either at uh, the family chalet, going to see my parents, uh, going to see friends. So most of the time, I play less during my vacation and probably a bit less during the summer itself. So it's not bad. And I still get some gaming anyway during the uh, week's evening, uh, especially if I'm still working. But uh, the the one point where I can get some gaming is I do have some of my Friday afternoon off. That's a benefit we have at work. And that's where I'm able to slide a game or two once in a while. But that's yeah. the ex- the only extra gaming I get during the summer, really. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't really thought about how just all the extra activities that we do with the family. I mean, yes, the kids have more activities. But even outside that, you're right. We, just, we spend more time visiting people, more time out of the house. Yeah, just in the last three weeks, you went away twice. Uh, yes, yes, I did. So that's time you're not there that you're not able to play. Rub it in, Antoine, rub it in. But it was fun vacation. Mm. You went to Target. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, Steve, I did. But it's not the adventure for me that it is for you. It, it's just not the same without you, to be honest. And you disappoint me because you didn't go to Taco Bell for breakfast. Nobody I have never to been to, to Taco, Taco Bell, Bell in my life, Steve. That's even more disappointing. Like, I like Mexican. <laughs> but I like real Mexican, or real-ish Mexican. <laughs> well, Taco Bell is real-ish <laughs> meat. And Maybe meat. made from real-ish Mexicans. <laughs> I believe that. It's kind of meat inside, so... Kind of me, yeah. Uh, anything else to say about that topic? <laughs> Summer is good for tacos? No, tacos are good always, all the time. You know, off topic. <laughs> Were we on topic ever? <laughs> I've had a craving for tacos for the last several days. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So, you and me both. So Taco Bell on Thursday? No. (laughs) (laughs) There was a blank, so I kind of almost had to hope you were going to say yes. I I was, I won't lie, Steve, I was tempted to say yes. (laughs) But uh, that's the other problem with with small children, right? It's, it's, It's not even that. It's trying to get kids to eat stuff like tacos. Like, my kids... Oh, really? Nana loves Taco Bell. Oh, like my kids, I don't know if I can get them to eat a taco. Mm. Uh, it's not a sausage. or mm. But or it's macaroni. a chip. Yeah, but it's yeah. a lot of work for the two-year-old. And there's vegetables, so. Oh, yeah. you force that on your kids. My kids don't have vegetables in their tacos. It's uh, cheese and meat. <laughs> oh, no, they have vegetables. <laughs> my, my kids, um, like, choose vegetables. It's really weird. Uh, we went to a a buffet. Wow, this is totally nothing to do with miniatures. Yep. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I went to a buffet with my daughter a couple weeks ago in the States. It's a steak buffet called Golden Corral. It's actually uh, pretty good, and they have a, quite a good selection of food. And uh, she filled the plate. She came back with, uh, like, uh, Mexican rice and cauliflower and broccoli and two types of corn. 
corn on the cob and like just corn and oh green beans. And then for like there's like giant dessert tables and stuff. She had two marshmallows for dessert. And I was like, you are no child of mine. <laughs> like, I love you, but uh, I don't know if we can go on this way. <laughs> well, that's supposed to go there. That's where there's a... I thought my model had a weird miscast. I... Turns out that's actually there for a reason. It's a, it's a, like a space to put the chain from the, uh, the anchor in. Because, you know, he's using an anchor. Man, why doesn't everyone use an anchor as a melee weapon? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I think the rest of the fishermen are doing it wrong. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to paint his base quick, quick. Before I put that anchor on, though. Okay. He's, so... he's almost done. So, yeah, in short, uh, gaming summer sucks. Um, <laughs> but parking in winter sucks more. <laughs> so, I really just think that there's Playing no the way. fall in the spring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. It's our wise <laughs> conclusion to this topic. We do get to play outside a bit. Nope. There's that. In the yeah, I want to do another... We did play outside outs. at Paul's like, place last year. I couldn't attend, yeah. but... Yeah, I want to actually do that again. Um, the the week or two just, where we don't melt and there's no, like, thunderstorm? Yeah, that that was bad last year because it was 40-some-odd degrees. <laughs> I just remember I borrowed, like, an inflatable pool from Steve. <laughs> And it was in the backyard, and I remember we were all, like, standing in it, just letting our feet cool off while we are drinking beers. <laughs> it was kind of epic, and I wish I'd taken a picture. So we did a small little four-man round robin. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, I think I would do that again, but I would do it at my mom's. So it's about, uh, about an hour away from Montreal. Or, as I like to call it, 20 minutes away from Ben Labedin. <laughs> yeah, from the best puts in Quebec. Yeah, exactly. And... Um, you heard it here first, folks. Folks, folks. Jeez, I can't even talk. Thinking about the puts in, I get yeah. It's on the brain now. <laughs> it's what your mouth is watering, and you can't talk. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, I had to wipe up the drool. Um. But yeah, I thought about doing it there. That way, we could uh, do uh, the pool in between rounds. And she has a nice big backyard, and there's always a breeze there because she's on that side of the mountain. Well, because and also because it's not the city. I mean, there's this concrete well, everywhere, and. Yes, that's also true. No no giant concrete jungle. Yeah, just need to find the correct time to do it. I'm I'm go I'm willing to go. Okay, well we'll send out uh, invites for the uh Polcon uh twenty nineteen yes. uh, shortly. Had to think what year it was. Again, excellent radio. <laughs> I'm an idiot. No comment. <laughs> that's okay. I you don't have to comment. We all know it's true. And there, I have the Millie Vanilli song in my head that popped up. Girl, you know, Girl, you know it's, it's true. true. Yeah, yeah, okay, we're not going to go there. <laughs> At least it's better than the Careless Whisper song. <laughs> that spent days in my head, but no, don't do it, Steve. <laughs> that spent days in my head because of you. <laughs> just just saying. I'm going to make uh, Daniel suffer <laughs> during our game tomorrow. You're a bad, bad man. <laughs> I'm a fun person. <laughs> uh, sure. All right, Antoine, any any news? I haven't looked at the doc. Yes. I was uh, extra so, bad. All right, there's First, news. Uh, oh, Kickstarter by Printable Scenery, Chlor, on, Avon, and the Goblin <laughs> let me, Grotto. Let me get to the doc so I can pretend that I'm participating. <laughs> it is a line of... What episode of, are we? Uh, <laughs> 81. <laughs> 
There's only one available in the list anyway. Uh, not even the other are in the on. subfolder, so. Well, hold on, hold on. I'm yeah. getting there, I'm getting there. So it's uh, quick, quick guys, fill airtime while I look for the folder. It's a printable scenery uh, <laughs> project. Like, Screw you, Paul. I'm, I'm trudging on. Yeah, I, I'll no, go on until you find it. He uh, was talking, there so you didn't two... have to uh, <laughs> fill the space. It was okay before you cut him, like I did. Okay. <laughs> Screw you guys. Talk about it. <laughs> uh, no, Antoine, quickly, quickly. No, no, don't leave us hanging. Mm-hmm. It's a village. And the citadel that you can uh, pledge. I can't get the doctor open <laughs> to pledge. And there's uh, um, lots of smaller uh, fences as well. Yeah, what the- it is, it's uh, you have parts of a building, of multiple buildings, and you can uh, build them like you want. So you have different sides, different type of roofing, different type of uh, windows, doors, uh, all those sides, and you can uh, fit them together. To have, you can print what you want to do the buildings as big as you want to. You can do a small uh, cottage and with the same parts, you could also do a giant tavern. You just need to print the, uh, the segments that you want. So there, most of the, 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 the Chlor Avon line, it's mostly stone and uh, timber buildings, but they also have, uh, the Goblin Grotto line. Which is a bunch of really, uh, how do they call the new uh, goblins like uh, the groom spite gits from Game Workshop or maybe mm-hmm. uh, night goblins from the old, uh, old mm-hmm. world? That what's it looks like. Oh, wait, this is 3D printable scenery. Yes. Yes. I was thinking 2D, like paper, stuff you, like papercraft for some no. reason. Okay, I know this company. Yeah. In fact, well, we've talked about them, them multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't get the doc to open Antoine. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I keep trying. It won't let me. It's uh, like, it's asked me how I want to open it. I'm like, I, I don't know what's going on. By link. <laughs> well, that's, that's just it. I, I, I'm double tapping. And it's like, nope. Yeah, it's, that's the fine. The Kevin worlds are really nice. Yeah. So the project was, they were looking for 500 New Zealand dollars. They're over a hundred thousand now. So it's going really well. Uh, there, by the time we release, there's going to be about mm, just under two weeks left to go. So they are already funded. They are unlocking new stuff. And there's, I don't see any chance of them not being like going back from that amount to their initial goal well, during the last two weeks. I, I can't see. And the- they also have, oh, uh, go ahead. Yeah. yeah they, they, it's their seven Kickstarter. They, they know what they're doing. So. I was going to say, I can't see the actual uh, doc, and I can't see... I don't have the link to the Kickstarter. I can yeah, say... it's in the uh, Facebook chat. It's in the what? <laughs> Facebook chat? I don't have Facebook open. Yeah. <laughs> like, in fact, I, <laughs> okay. you're lagging out, so, like... <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, I, you've resynced. I have no video from you anymore, Um, but you've resynced. I'll, I'll close the video just to be sure. <laughs> So I think that's why I couldn't open the dock. I think I was just completely lagged out. I can't even open the folder now. I restarted my my browser and it must be my internet connection's having issues. And there's lots of uh, unlock uh, scenery as well already. Yeah. Uh, but what I did want to say is that I've bought other uh, products from them before. Uh, yes, boats you did. and towers and all kinds well, of stuff. The Church of Spite is from them. The files are extremely well made. 
Um, they uh, they work quite well. Hello. They know what they're doing. Yeah, since I we've completely priced. lost Paul. Yeah, there are thunderstorm uh, <laughs> in the the province right and now, so we might have Skype lost Paul the call. because of that. Well, uh, that's fun. We'll wait a bit and see. Let's see if I can't get but, Skype but I was to load again. Say, I think that the church not only do I Skype the call, it actually for, uh, Eleanor's school project is from that company, and it's it was really good. So I can only imagine the rest of their scenery, like. That there's some nice looking stuff in that uh, Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and there's still so, more to unlock as well. So I'm back in. if you pledge, I'm back you'll in get the call. Probably more. Yay! Hello, Paul. And he is back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a whole. I I went on. My audio just kept going, going about how I was out of the call and I didn't know what was going on. It's all good. I'll have to edit so, all that crap out. Uh, <laughs> next item by Found Miniatures. It's the Pinocchio. So this is uh, a larger piece, a uh, larger scale size. A uh, 50 millimeter bust. You have a Geppetto with Pinocchio uh, on his back. It's uh, kind of a cartoony style. You also have the uh, a cat and the uh, the cricket. It's Jiminy Cricket, I think. The mm-hmm. name. But it's and- probably not Jiminy Cricket, because they don't have the... Uh, the license, yeah. License, yeah. Well, they, well, they don't... Do they need the, the well, license? Well, I don't think Jiminy Cricket was actually in the real Pinocchio story, right? I think it's just a Disney thing. Yeah. Okay, I or maybe not under the name. I don't, I, like, don't I, I don't know if there was actually a talking cricket in the original Pinocchio mm-hmm. story. Unless... Well, he's not talking right now, and he doesn't have a, a top hat, so it might not be Jiminy, but there's a cricket. <laughs> It's a really wonderful piece. It's not available right now, but it's going to be available only three days. Oh, wow. I, I yeah, They will take order for it from August 8th to August 10th. You can register right now to their... Um, they have a email blast that you can register to to be informed when they go and release, and they will take order for that piece only during those three days. So, if it's really that good might looking. interest you, uh, you should register or f- put a reminder somewhere that you can go back to it. The price, the final price is not yet available, but you can just look at other stuff from them and it will really be in the same uh, same ballpark. Yeah, I can't even load the Kickstarter to look at it, so I'm just going to take your word for it. Because when I started to load the Kickstarter, uh, you went all digital roboto on me, so roboto. Mm. But that one is not a Kickstarter. It's just a... Oh, it's just a pre-order link It's going to be a straight order, yeah. And the last item by uh, the juggernaut of uh, the <laughs> the industry, uh, Game Workshop are releasing Warcry this weekend. So this is the, like, Kill Team equivalent uh, in Age of Sigmar, uh, but the, instead of the... Uh, just using the regular uh, factions like Killing did, they have a range of six Chaos uh, Warbands available uh, in the base game. And after that, you have rules uh, separate for all the, or most of the uh, newer OS factions. So it's a, a skirmish game, uh, adds its own rules, uh, got 
3D terrain. And the terrain uh, is really nice. I've seen some please, of the people yeah. Uh, yeah. setting it up online. Um, well, I saw it in uh, Flesh at the Abyss. They were assembling it last Wednesday. They had the uh, mm-hmm. store advanced copy, and wow, the quality is is amazing. Yeah, I assembled and cleaned, I think, three or four of the Iron Golems, one of the two Warbin that comes in the starter. And the Game Workshop plastic is really amazing. It is. The, the, the aesthetic might not be your style, but the quality of the models is incredible. I like the aesthetic of that game. Like, it's really all twisted and dark, and I don't know, something really comes to me. Like, the mm-hmm. Iron Golem remind me a bit of the, um, well, a bit, a lot of, uh, of Bioshock, the aesthetic of Bioshock with the Big Daddy, like, with all the, uh, the, uh, Scaphander? Like fish, like the big fishing outfit and stuff like that with the mask, mm-hmm. and the deep sea diver. Or yeah, exactly. Like and other like the bird faction, the Corvus or, Cabal, uh, yeah. looks so cool. They really look amazing. Mm-hmm. And I also like the 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 blissful one with the the guy uh, with the big uh, standing perch on with uh, on scaffolds and. Like with sights in his hand and stuff like that, they really look really good. Yeah, the terrain look amazing. The models look amazing. Yeah, terrain uh, is really good as well. The the table that comes with the the box set is really nice. The few people who I've read that I tried uh, at one of the store also seem to like it a lot. So it looks to be a really nice product. If you're looking for a more more skirmishy game like lower model counts and want to play in the Age of Sigmar Realms, that I think that's a no-brainer. Except maybe the cost. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Game Workshop. So it, it was to be expected. But there's so much value in that box. Yeah, the starter boxes are it's never a, a pricing issue, right? Like, No. Uh, well, it's $200. That's not cheap. And th- it doesn't come with a giant... Uh, uh, art-bound book. It's a small, uh, soft cover book. But you get so much terrain and the two... You get the two warbands and you also get uh, neutral creatures, beasts. So there is a lot of stuff yeah, in the box. Yeah, the terrain alone, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, the city, the ruined city and everything, there's lots of, uh, of terrain there. So that was the... Uh, last item I wanted to talk about for the regular releases. There is a small thing I want to mention too. Uh, for a while earlier this year, I was talking about the secret sculpting project. It's finally out. <laughs> so uh, it was a Spartan penguin. So uh, I sculpted that for the uh, the Magnet Baron. He usually sell kits uh, like a modifying kits for either stands or for miniatures and all the type of magnet you need to magnetize your 40k stuff or any of this stuff or any of the miniatures you want and you wanted to uh, have a miniature available it comes with two uh, separate weapon either a small gladius or a spear and they are uh, pre-magnetized so you when you get the models they are already ready to uh, weapon swap 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a tiny penguin. It's what? Something like 20 meter high? I think at the top of his crest, of the crest of his helmet. So it's small, but it's cute. It was a super fun project to work on. And uh, I think they came out really if well. that might interest you, <laughs> we'll have the uh, the link in the show notes, as we always do for the uh, other news item. Yeah, that was a really cool little project. I remember being yeah. present when you worked on it some nights. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, and I, I shared a work in progress pictures with you guys. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't a problem for just our group. Mm-hmm. But now it's out. Yay! Yay, indeed. Show indirect support for Antoine. Go buy yourself a Spartan Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> or something, something. Yeah, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, he will have them uh, in person at Nova, the next uh, big convention that's uh, he will be at. Oh, nice. I wish I was going. I would buy one so I can own a little piece of Antoine. Oh, wait, that sounds wrong. <laughs> that sounds weird. Uh, you guys knew what I meant. It was uh, it was meant as a you know, term of endearment type thing. Mm-hmm. Don't make it weird. Yeah, we've already shared a uh, multiple uh, convention rooms, so he already owned a little piece of Antoine. <laughs> well, it wasn't that little. Would be a middle Sorry. one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went there, and then Antoine. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> and on that note, yeah. we've been geeks of the north. Well, you're channeling your sort of north indeed. Are you, are you uh, <laughs> channeling your uh, strictly the worst there, Steve? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to cut before you say much. Something uh, more horrible. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, I couldn't quite finish the miniature uh, in time. That's why you're trying to extend the yeah. show <laughs> just to be able to finish it during the recording. Yeah, he's uh, he's almost done. Well, mine's is finished, but I started earlier than you, so. I started a couple minutes before the show, right? Yeah, I started around uh, like seven thirty-ish, something like that. But and I started months ago. But I'm sure, Steve, that your model looks <laughs> nicer than mine in terms of. Uh, oh, I doubt. Well, we'll see if we game on Thursday. Oh, it's it's not a competition. We'll it's a. You'll see. Mine is okay, but I'm sure your model is gorgeous. Yeah, it's okay. It's tabletop, and I, I'm okay with that. Just like you, Steve. Gorgeous. Uh-uh. It's not one who's gorgeous, usually. No, I'm beautiful. You're oh. gorgeous. Okay. Well, you are the best-groomed gamer I've ever met. Working for an aesthetics company. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're always immaculately waxed beard. Well, I'm due for wax my waxing my beard, so... Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I went somewhere. <laughs> that, that also sounds weird. We're going to stop now. Bye, everyone. It's uh, always been a pleasure. Uh, Steve, we'll have you on soon when I finally recover from the weirdness that this episode was. <laughs> I have you on before you start complaining too much as well. Wow. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to think about that one a little bit. But, uh, yeah. But thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it was always a pleasure. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see each other probably tomorrow night at the store. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm supposed to play a quick game against uh, Mr. Chris. Oh. Sweet. So, yeah, I'm going to try to get to get a little bit of gaming in. See how it goes. I'll see you there, then. All right. Antoine, I'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, have fun, and bye, geeks. Thanks for listening to Geeks of the North. 
you want to contact us, you can email us at geeksofthenorth at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeksofthenorth, or follow us on Twitter at geeksofthenorth. You can follow me, Paul, at PRFilio, Antoine at Eltonio Berg, Steve at B underscore Steve, and if you really feel the need, I guess you can follow Yom. He's at Yomasta. Breaks and outro music by Ladrave. You can listen to them at ladrave.bandcamp.com. See you next time, geeks. Thank you for checking out United Geeks Network family member. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant, head over to unitedgeeksnetwork.com where you will find Who, What, Why, a game design podcast. A podcast that talks about the ins and outs of game design with game designers. The United Geeks Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at unitedgeeksnetwork.com.